Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hello, Catalina, and welcome to episode 122 of Too Old for TikTok. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Um, how are you, Denard? I'm doing wonderful. It's May. It's gonna be May, but it's, it already is it May. It is May. That was the biggest millennial tell that you could possibly have done just then. Okay. I, I mean, is that a bad thing? Is, no. Is it, it's chuggy. It's chuggy. It's chuggy. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's May. <laughs> well, it's and May. We're chuggy. And we got a, we got a lot of TikTok trends and things to talk about because TikTok never stops. And to quote Rosie O'Donnell on TikTok, O'Donnell, TikTok, uh, I said O'Donnell. No, you didn't. You said O'Donnell. We'll rewind the footage back. <laughs> Fine. Well, TikTok, you don't stop. Did she say that? That's like her like TikTok catchphrase. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Rosie. I thought I saw her the other day. In Ohio? Yeah, but you know who I did see was Debbie, yeah. Debbie Ryan. That's a big, like, TikTok thing to it's, see Debbie Ryan. I, but then I went to her TikTok, and she's not making TikToks. No, but people are making TikToks about her. Right. And, like, her audio, that audio went viral. Mm. Well, she yeah. lives in Columbus, Ohio. Which is bizarre. Well, because she's married to the drummer from 21 Pilots. Where that's one of those bands that you could literally point to any man on the street and be like, yeah. he's the drummer in 21 Pilots. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but I was hip to the fact that they live here because of the most recent Architectural Digest tour with the two Ooh. of them that was showing off their house. So I spotted her and then I spotted him because it was obvious. Well, no, I had to actually Google it. <laughs> I was like, what does this person look like? And anyway. you had a fun fact about her eating. What about it? You texted me that she was eating really slowly and it was giving you anxiety. Yes. Well, I think it was that she had this pa- – well, we were at this cafe that has, like, really nice pastries. I sent you a picture of one of the pastries. It was beautiful. And um, her and her friends had so many pastries. So I think that was a part of it. Mm-hmm. They had bought, like, one of everything because they're rich. <laughs> and <laughs> so she had this Is that pastry. what rich people do? Yeah, we've talked about this before, that people on TikTok will be like, look what I bought, like, to eat. And they bought, like, one of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, if I had all the money in the world, I would also do that. And I think that's why. So she ate, like, one bite of the pastry and then was, like, very – I mean, I it was probably just, like, a normal human speed. But <laughs> I was like, wow, she's really restrained with that pastry. Meanwhile, I inhaled – the half of pastry that I had purchased and then waited for my friend who I gave the other half to. So that was the only, like, part of my self-control. I'm so impressed that you shared with a friend. Good for you. That's growth. Thank you. Okay, we're going to start this week with our lovely section, what our algorithm thinks we want to see. Mm. And for me, for a while, it's actually been hair transplant videos. (laughs) Catalina, do you get any of this? I got one. You did? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, it's like, mixed it, was it the airplane? What do you mean? I got one that was like, you know, you're flying back from, and it, I think it was maybe Turkey. Turkey. It's always yes. Turkey. Yes. It was like, you yeah. know, you're flying back from Turkey. And then it was like all these men with bald heads. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. With scabs like in but their heads. But it was so gross. So I was like, the oh, scabs I don't look see quite this. frightening. Ew. Yeah, there's sometimes like trigger warnings on these TikTok videos because you see it's like little like scalp scabs, like little Ew. scabs among. But anyway, this user at Hain Lane posted one about her husband going to Turkey. And I think everyone's going to Turkey because it's cheaper. So mm. my husband went to Turkey to get a hair transplant. And I feel like I have to start from the very beginning. Cody comes from a family with a long history of male pattern baldness. And I thought surely this wouldn't happen to him. He has a mop. Sure enough, by the age of 25, he was bald. And we wanted to do something about it. If you've ever lost your hair, you know that it's extremely emotional. We tried everything you could think of until Cody decided that he wanted a hair transplant like the males in his family have done. So I, his beautiful and lovely and faithful wife, Hannah, decided to get to research. Unfortunately, I found that hair transplants literally cost an arm and a leg in America and was quoted for $30,000. Yep, big fat no. Then my research took me to the country of Turkey and I found out that Turkey is the biggest hub for hair transplants and they do an incredible job. Plus, who's going to argue with $3,000? So off went Cody and his loving father Larry to the beautiful country of Turkey. They flew into Istanbul where they were greeted by a limo sent by Now Hair Tech. Cody's first impression of Istanbul was that it felt like a cleaner Los Angeles. Transportation and the five-star hotel was included in the cost of the hair transplant, which was a big win. But once Cody and father Larry made it to their hotel, they decided to eat some dinner and rest up because the next day was operation but you know why i think it's so intriguing is because you want to see the before and the after mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then also the process seems so intense like it's a long surgery what do You're, they do you go under a local like anesthetic and then they actually take a sample of your real hair and then I don't know the right word, but graft they put it. something like that. Yeah, graft them in like little follicles and your hair grows back great. So but, it makes your hair grow again. It's like to regenerate. Yes. Gro oh. yes, it makes it grow naturally again. Does it hurt? It looks like it's painful to me. I guess, you know, men and their hair, it may be, maybe it's worth it. I don't know. It's just, for me, the content is very intriguing. How old are the men who are doing this? This, usually young, on the younger mm -hmm. side. Because, you know, you know, you start seeing your hair receding your 20s, late 20s, and then you do this and you're kind of done. And then you just know you're going to have hair. How long is the recovery? Well, you can't lose the hair again. It, I mean, I, I assume there's some see, risks. I'm not a hair transplant expert from well, these you're, videos. You're currently my expert. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a problem. I don't want to spread any hair transplant misinformation. Mm. You know, I think it takes a bunch of weeks for it to actually grow back and then you're good. I wonder how many people that we know, celebrity or otherwise, have had hair transplants. I wonder. I don't know. But it's a great little TikTok video thing. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, that's because I guess you're less grossed out than I am because I was really grossed out the first one I saw and immediately swiped away. Oh, if something I says like this scabs. is sensitive content, I'm usually clicking watch anyway. Unless, you know what grosses me out? Like boogers really gross me out. Mm. Most other things don't. But if I know I'm not going to see boogers, then I'm good. <laughs> That's lovely. Well, what I have been served is something entirely different. And it is, I believe, by way of water talk, which oh, I don't know yeah. about you, but has completely disappeared from my <gasps> yeah, you page. dropped off because I think it's because of our other food trend, which we'll get into later. Mm, yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's like once you start following one of them, the other ones drop off. Yes, yes. Um, so this is cake drama, cake talk. 
So it's the side of TikTok where people are talking about cake decoration. And I guess there was a user who went viral because she made a video about how she had a terrible customer interaction. And the terrible customer interaction was basically like she charged her for this cake and the customer was like, this is a terrible cake. (laughs) But the cake actually is terrible it looks bad it looks really bad it's like supposed to be covered in sprinkles and it looks like she let the frosting dry and then like smash the sprinkles on and like tried to make them stick and it's also so expensive i mean i don't i guess i don't buy cakes very often or ever so it's one of those things where you could tell me any price and i'd be like yeah that sounds about right I think it's like seventy dollars. That seems like you can get a Costco sheet cake for like twenty dollars, and I'll feed like a hundred people. Well, this was one of the accusations being launched at this woman is that she uses box cake mix, and they can <gasps> tell because she only ever shows the cakes like already baked. And then <gasps> so, and then it was like home bakers versus. Um, professional bakers but the general consensus was that the cake is garbage (laughs) Um, but I think she just kept going strong so one of the videos that I sent you and then you pointed out to me is five minutes long it's like this is too long (laughs) and I'm like damn how much of my life did I spend watching these cake videos Um, but that one was by marketing in Miami and she basically did like a rundown of what was going Going on with the initial sprinkle video mm-hmm. so that was a good sort of like intro into the cake drama a cake gate tea is piping hot but the cake piping is not let's dive into this drama for those of you who haven't seen it the owner of kylie's cakes took to TikTok to talk about what she's calling the worst customer experience she's ever had. This customer purchased one of Kylie's signature rainbow cakes for $80, and this is what Kylie had to say about it. She went with the eight inch cake that serves 18 guests, and that is $75.99. The one in the video is actually a six inch, and they are $65.99. Upon arrival, she seemed to be really surprised that the cake was covered in sprinkles. We explained to her that all of our signature rainbow cakes are decorated this way and covered in sprinkles. And if you want to sing, we just add it to the top of the cake with a layer of vanilla buttercream and black buttercream for writing. She then got super defensive and very rude about the price of the cake. Although this is exactly how we decorate all of our rainbow cakes. She even bashed us and put us on her Facebook page. Also a reminder that we don't individually place each sprinkle onto the cake. And then I just saw another one that was about this person because a lot of these like well-known cake influencers are like i didn't even want to be dragged into this and this girl's like stealing my designs <laughs> so um joe king 91 i think this might have been the video i don't know i was looking for it really quickly but it was someone who made a wednesday adams cake yeah 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 this is it. <laughs> but it so it's like a plagiarized version of the wednesday adams cake which is like okay you can do imitations of things i guess if you don't give credit to the person right well uh, and if you're profiting off of it if you're profiting off she does say she does say i got this cake idea from someone else sorry Mm -hmm. like forgot who and then he stitches it like you got it from me and (laughs) then he shows like his really good version and she has like this terrible copy of it so he's been dragged into the cake wars yeah i mean i feel like her cakes kind of look like if i were to make a cake Actually, I used to make cakes, Dina. 
You, when I worked birthday. at no, when I worked oh. at Scoople's, <laughs> you I had to make cakes? ice cream cakes, and I, we would decorate them. And one time, when I was oh. decorating the ice cream cake, I was going too slow, and it started melting. Oh God! And then, oh. it, and then it melted. So I remember it was like an Elmo decal, and it melted so much that I was like, I cannot sell this, and it's so much ice cream. My boss cannot find out, so I took it. Did home. you eat it? <laughs> Amazing! That was the best job ever. Oh, I still God. wish I worked at an ice cream store. Oh my God! I mean, you still could. There's still time. There's still time. That's great. Oh, and that just unlocked a memory of that melted, and it was also flavors I don't even like. It was like strawberry and cookies and cream that sounds delicious i'm not a big ice cream cake person oh i love a carvel i still have half a carvel cake in my freezer for my birthday wow i'll be eating it for a while i like to just a little snack take Mm -hmm. out the whole cake Mm -hmm. eat it that's lovely do that well i decorated not well oh (laughs) i've never i think i've attempted to maybe decorate a cake once I, I'm awful. I, you see how I draw anything. Like stick, I can't even draw a stick figure. I can't decorate a cake. I mean, it's a different skill set, but yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what the algorithm is serving us. So um, I feel like we should move on, though, because we have so much content yeah. this yeah. week. Let's We're just on. like, we are ripe. We are flush with videos. We are going to talk about our content creator spotlight next. And she never comes up on my For You page, but I'm so happy that you sent it to me. Her name's at Madison Humphrey. She does amazing videos. Yes. I was getting her videos over and over. The first one that I ever got, she has a series where she's pretending to be the office manager in like a leasing office mm-hmm. at an apartment complex um hi can i help you out with something yeah we have a three o'clock showing for an apartment mm-hmm. were you the person that was going to take us on that you the leasing manager um yes i don't remember um did you speak to chandra or rodney chandra for sure okay so that's me nice um, to meet you yeah Sorry, I just came from a meeting with a, a, a tenant about a noise complaint. <sighs> okay, Doug, let's see. And you wanted, okay, here you are. You wanted to see a two-bedroom apartment. Yes. Correct. Okay. The thing is, Doug, we're short-staffed today. <laughs> Rodney usually helps me, so. Is Rodney in today? No. Okay. I'll take you on the tour. Follow me. What's the utilities cost like here? Well, we're not, I, we can discuss that at the end of the tour. Yes. Oh. Correct. This is the elevator many tenants use. It's not working. Don't worry. Maintenance fix things really fast. Follow me. This be a two bedroom. Yes, please. Correct. We only have a one bedroom available to show right now. So I'll show you that, okay? If has ever lived in an apartment complex, you know this woman. <laughs> it strikes a chord. The one yeah, you sent me that me I, <laughs> yeah, the one you sent me that I loved was any Karen in an airport, like waiting for a delayed flight, mm. and she just really epitomizes the people she plays. No, I sent you the flight attendant, the aggressive flight attendant. You sent me both. You sent me the aggressive flight attendant one, and I also watched the Karen in the airport airport. waiting for a delayed flight. 
Mm, well, she does a really good job. I'm also kind of curious where she's recording these because it looks like she's in like a vacant office building. <laughs> it's true, yeah. And I'm like, are you at work? She, pro- I was gonna say, she probably definitely has like a nine to five, and then just does this like after hours or like gets her work friends to record her. It's oh, so great, she's so good. And actually, yeah. I was like, I know the algorithm will bring me back to her because I didn't follow her immediately. And then I really wanted to talk about her on this, but I didn't know the name. And, and so then I was she like, came oh. back. So go follow Madison Humphrey Mazel on your content. You're hilarious. You're doing, you're doing great. You deserve the stardom of Octopus Lover 8. Yes. <laughs> now, um, we usually talk about a celebrity spotlight on TikTok, but this week is the Met Gala. TikTok is great for me to consume content about the Met Gala because I'm not a fashion person, but I'll scroll through TikTok videos of people like talking about the fashion and things like that. The one thing that has stood out is Serena Williams is pregnant, so she announced that at the Met Gala. I think she looks fabulous. I'm very happy for her. A couple other things that stood out, Jared Leto had like some cat head. I guess the... The theme, the theme is Carl Lagerfeld. Right. And he has a cat. Doja Cat went looking like a legit cat oh, as well. That's very on the nose. Very on the nose. I mean, I definitely am not the person to be talking about fashion. Yeah. Well, I feel like the Met Gala really entered into the discourse. Yeah. In 2019 when they did the camp theme. Absolutely. Susan Sontag notes on camp theme. Which... I saw a retrospective video where someone was going through ones and saying who did it well and who didn't. And I was like, have you read notes on camp? You might have read the first line. (laughs) I was like, I hard disagree with you, my friend. But I think that was when people really started commenting on it. And then there was the next year, I think was like America. Yes. Well, no, wait, was notes on camp 2018? Because then it was the, um, then we had the pandemic. Yeah. So. Notes uh, on camp, the Met Gala, 2019. Okay, 2019. Then we had the pandemic. Then we had the pandemic. Was then the America one? I believe so, yes. And then what was last year? Gothic. Something gothic Oh, you're year. right. You're right. Yeah. And the theme this year is Carl Lagerfeld. Right, exactly. I feel like last year, last year, was last year the year that Kim Kardashian wore all black, like the mask, the face mask? I think last year was the year she wore the Marilyn Monroe. Oh, you're incredibly right. Yes. Maybe so. last year was America then. That would make more sense. Um. Well, I have a list here. Okay, let's good go old Google, the Google has, <laughs> has, has told me 2019 notes on fashion. Right, sorry. Notes on camp yeah. is the Susan Sontag. Yes. Um, essay. 2020 COVID. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but it was supposed to be about time, fashion, and duration. 2021 was in America. Okay. 2022 was also in America. An what? anthology of fashion. <laughs> what? Was it canceled in 2021? No, it wasn't. They just did it twice? No, something must have happened. It said... Okay, Wikipedia says 2021 in America, a lexicon of fashion. 2022. Oh, because 2021 was in September because of the pandemic. Okay. It And it was the prior year. Yeah. And then 2022 was in America, an anthology of fashion. 
So, so we they had two Americas in a row because the first one I think was very COVIDy. Mm, so they wanted to redo it. I guess so. Okay, and then the anyway. Mega has so many different rules too because it's like you have to wear the designer who invites you normally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a yeah. It's it's, it's all it's about the, the designer. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not. It's all about the celebrities. Right, but they're wearing the designer. It's very fashion. Well, last year also, I think, was there was a whole big hullabaloo because that was when they invited all the TikTokers. Yes, and they invited so, Charlie and, mm-hmm. um, oh my God, why can't... Oh, Dixie. Addison Ray. Dixie, Addison. Right, and it's become an influencer thing. Right. And, and so back was, in the day, it used mm-hmm. to be like super exclusive. Like A-list. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But now I think Anna Wintour is hip to like... Trying that, to get the influencers Right, in. and I think people realize, people who don't appreciate TikTok, that wow, this is a medium that's here to stay. And these influencers and TikTok stars are legit in Mm. pop culture and of the time i mean there's definitely an element of snobbery still surrounding it i would say oh i agree with that for sure so i mean the whole thing is snobbery in the first place oh when did um cara delavine wear the peg the patriarchy i think that might have been the america year america oh yeah the american for sure it's interesting because wikipedia lists the ticket price i didn't know you had to pay for I guess like if you were are really rich you could pay for a ticket but it was 35,000 for a while and this year it's $50,000 just to go I guess so do you remember when we went to a party at the Met <gasps> we did they used to have these college nights and my biggest core memory was that they had a cartoonist and a cartoonist drew a us. caricaturist yeah, yeah, character drew a character sure of us. <laughs> Charcuterie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't it wasn't great. No, it wasn't great, but we kept I think I still have mine somewhere. I probably do. I'm a hoarder, so I definitely have mine. Yeah, I remember we took the bus home. <laughs> oh, down Fifth Avenue. Mm-hmm. I love me I mean, I love a bus. Yeah. If yeah. I went to the Met Gala, I would probably take a bus home. I think another thing with the Met Gala is that people um, take photos in the bathroom. That's another big thing. It's like we're in the bathroom smoking cigarettes at the Met. Yeah. Yeah. It's so close to – it's close to where I live, sort of. But I never thought like, oh, let me go get a peek of the stars. No, I'll just sit home and watch TikToks and see it on that. Um, I saw some TikToks about people watching the Met Gala and like being like talking about like the ink, the wealth discrepancy on full display in, yes. in, on the steps of the Met tonight. But the steps of the Met are always like a symbol of that. That's why Gossip Girl had them sitting on the steps of the Met. XOXO. Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. Enough about the Met Gala. Um, wait, I just had one more thing to say about the Met Gala. Please. Ocean's 8, the whole heist happens at the Met Gala. Do you mean Ocean's 11? No, I mean Ocean's 8. The one with Rihanna. With Rihanna. I'm and confused. Anne Hathaway. Oh, yes. That one. Yes. That mm-hmm. was a good movie. I mm-hmm. did see that movie. Mm-hmm. You know what? I like that movie. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Endorse. All right, moving on. Moving on to food trends. 
Okay, Catalina wrote in the document, are you fucking kidding? Because I'm revisiting again. I wrote, are you joking, Dina, with eight question marks. We are revisiting the fruit roll-up trend, which we've now spoken about on the past two podcasts. However, we completely missed the mark. I didn't miss anything. because We I both am, missed the mark. I am disengaged from this entirely. Um, All right, it, well, educate me. Okay, well, obviously, the PG version, which I still need to try, is putting vanilla ice cream in the fruit roll-up. We missed the X-rated version of what people on TikTok are doing with fruit roll-ups. That is disgusting. I can imagine that sounds like a good way of getting a yeast infection. That That area doesn't have to touch. It's your mouth that's touching, not your your vagine. What's your mouth touching, though? A penis that has a fruit roll-up <laughs> A man can it. also get a yeast infection. Oh, that's what you're saying. Okay. Well, I wasn't really sure. I mean, I'm sure this could be extended to any genital. Trigger okay. warning. <laughs> Trigger warning. This is getting it's uh, too old for TikTok after dark. That is just Okay, but the foul. user at Kelsey Dara... She has the video. Y'all ever taken a fruit roll up and put it around a hmm and then give it a mm hmm? Because I did that last week and it was the most fun mm hmm I've ever given. And then tell me why this just showed up on my doorstep from the guy that I gave the hmm to. And then I saw a video of this guy at Costco getting these Costco-sized fruit roll-ups and being like, if you know, you know, ha, ha, ha. Um, there was a Reddit thread about it. There's a, What yes. pleasure is it? Well, was he gay? I'm like, what pleasure is it for the man that there's a fruit roll-up on their penis? The pleasure is eating the fruit roll-up, is it not? I think the pleasure is getting a blowjob. I think that the fruit roll-up is thick. And would get in the way of the sensation of but that. But guess what? The fruit roll-up dissolves as you go, Catalina. I'm going to bomb it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Wait, I have never tried this, nor no. will I. Wait, yeah, fruit roll-up. Yeah. Okay, what do yeah. you... Yeah. Sorry. I was I'm eating sorry. fruit by the foot and you were like <laughs> wrapping around. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I do... I really would like to put out a poll to anyone who's tried it. Ew. No, no. This is my question. This is my one question I have about it. Who hurt you? No. Different question. (laughs) Fruit roll-ups have those tattoos. When you do it, does it leave a mark on the peni or not? That is my one question I'm dying to know. So if anyone's tried, please write in. Please DM us on Instagram. Let us know. I hate it. Okay, so that's much. why I put it on the dock because we completely missed the you adult could, you, version. You could use it as a dental dam. I mean, you're definitely going to get a yeast infection, maybe for like a, a salad tossing moment. I think that actually is the best application of the fruit roll up after dark is salad tossing. Okay, well, you know what? I'm not going to do it, but if you think it's great, you, you report no, back. Absolutely not. <laughs> No. All right. I hate no- I hate knowing that so much. Moving <sighs> on. All right. Ugh, now I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ugh, people are really troubled. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Speaking of fruity treats, 
Um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about Danielle Walsh, who is this delightful Irish woman who makes drinks that are always like some sort I actually feel like every drink she makes is something you would love it's like vodka with some sort of like juice other flavored vodka and like a fruity flavor and Mm -hmm. she makes it on screen and she like says all the ingredients and I'm like wow I would have an immediate headache and then she puts her straw in the drink and then she just sucks it up it's insane at the velocity she can mm-hmm. drink these drinks. Let's, it's, we should we should play oh, one. Her voice is sure. great. Right, I really shouldn't be doing this at this time, but I'm going for a bottomless brunch. So let me show you. So on a night out, this is what I drink, right? Double vodka. I'm going to do a wee one because of all the time it is. You know, I have the whole day to go. Right, so double vodka and then three quarters orange juice has to be three quarters and then a quarter cranberry juice i mean even if you're dying this is fucking delicious right let's try it goes down like water gorgeous so yeah um she is a national treasure what a niche what a great niche yes I, I really like that in one video she is talking about going to brunch and she like is listing all the like jars of drinks and then at the end of the video she's like, and now off to work. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, where do you work? Night on to work. I just also watched another one where people were like, do you get hungover? And she's like, I'm, I'm not going to do an accent. She was like, I'm great. Here I am eating my like McDonald's egg sandwich and like drinking a coffee. There, it's not an Irish coffee. It's just a coffee. Like, I'm totally fine. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I would be the amount of like either real sweetener or fake sweetener in those drinks. Yeah. I would be vomiting until the next day. She's a champ. Professional yeah. drinker. Gotta hand it to her. Great, great entertaining videos. Check it out at Danny Walsh123. Our next food trend is definitely what is eclipsing water talk for us because yeah. ever since you shared this with me, I've gotten one million videos about British Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Catalina, mm-hmm. You're gonna order a Chinese. Gonna order a Chinese. That's what they say. So I've seen a few of them now, or many of them now. But the first ones that I saw were just like some random British person doing one of these like food unboxings Mm -hmm. and talking about how they had ordered a Chinese. And I was like, this is gonna be great because I know from living abroad that every country has its own bastardized version of Chinese food. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not familiar with the other country's bastardized version, which is, you know, appealing to the palate of the people in that country, you're horrified by it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I would say most of the Chinese food is not so out of this world from like American Chinese food. It's just like westernized versions of so-called Chinese dishes. But... What they have added is a lot more like French fry items. Or a I'm lot sorry, of fry chips. items. Chips. So there's yeah. chips, there's chicken balls, there's curry sauce. The curry, it's like the amount of curry right. sauce. Right. It's like a quart of curry sauce that then they and they pour, pour over it over plate. the rice, everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's the sweet and sour sauce as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw another video of, so 
I mean, we have so many of these videos. I would say we have the videos of British people doing them. Then we have videos of Americans kind of like responding to them as mm -hmm. well. If you're not having your leftover Chinese, then I don't know what to say to you, to be honest. I've got some noodles left, my crispy beef and my chips that I put in the air fryer. And I slightly burnt them. And the chicken balls. I have so many chicken balls left. But I've put these in the air fryer as well, so they're like nice and crispy. Sweet and sour sauce. This Chinese was banging when I had it. Um, so I'm hoping it's banging again today. And the curry sauce. I know I'm going to get people coming for me like, how are you going to eat your leftover Chinese? But who doesn't have leftover Chinese? Like genuine, that's a genuine question. Anyway, this is what it looks like. I've got crispy beef, chips, chicken balls, noodles, curry sauce and sweet and sour sauce. How stunning. Now I'm off the eating. There was one video that commented on why people are calling it a Chinese and it's because and all the comments are basically like people say like a Chinese takeout and it's a shortened version of takeout. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people in England will say uh, Indian like when they're right. having Indian food. Right. Instead of takeaway, they take they, they take that takeaway away. <laughs> I would say I one girl who described it who was like in great detail she was like you know as like from an american palate like you're gonna find it very bland because mm -hmm. it doesn't have although i don't know where she's getting her chinese food in the or was getting her chinese food in the united states because she was saying like we have a lot of ginger and garlic and this is a lot less like spice forward mm -hmm. but i think most like your like run-of-the-mill greasy spoon american chinese restaurants are relatively bland in the flavors it's really also just kind of fried i don't know i disagree like you have chicken and broccoli you have spices like not everything is fried you're not just getting right but the sauce itself the sauce itself is blandish well, unless you're getting like a mapal tofu um, like some legit Szechuan you can get in New York. Well, no, we're not talking about yeah. actual regional Chinese cuisine. Right, right. We're talking about Food Chow City 2 in Oswego, New York. <laughs> Shout out. Well, the Oswego, only palatable restaurant that I ate at in Oswego, Jeez. New York. And what you're getting there is just like sort of bland American appealing Western Chinese food. Yes. I would try the British Chinese food and it doesn't look great on the plate, but I can picture the flavors and I think I would like them. Like also yeah. if something's fried, I mean, it's going to be good. The only thing that I'm not really interested in is that curry sauce. I am interested in it. I don't think I would douse things in it because it would be very one note, but I would certainly dip some stuff in a mm. curry sauce. I used to um, go to Chinese restaurants in Spain that were, like, Spanish Chinese restaurants, right? Not regional. And then I found the, like, regional cuisine restaurants ones. Yeah. But in my first experiences, I went to those. And for the spring rolls, what was the most fascinating to me was they were, like, kind of rectangular and flat and hmm. bigger than, I guess, our egg Yeah, they were like a pocket. It almost looks like a like a hot Like pocket. a knish. Yeah, a hot pocket. Yeah. Like a flat spring roll hot pocket. And what the people in Spain do is they take a fork and a knife and they cut it open like a book, right? Oh, interesting. And then they put their like sauces on 
and then they and then they close it <gasps> and eat it like a sandwich no they definitely don't eat it like a sandwich i think they generally eat it with a fork and a knife interesting i, I this is an again like a long ago memory because i don't frequently go to these restaurants when i'm in spain now but catalina when i visited you in spain the first night dinner you took me to was in a parking garage and it was chinese food yeah that place was sick it was good it was good i'm not gonna lie yeah. but for my first night in Spain, I thought, oh, we're going to have some tapas. <laughs> we're going to have some, you know, great Spanish food. You had been living there so long. You knew all the local places. But instead, we got Chinese food from a parking garage. And it honestly was very good. And that so place I'm is pleased. closed now. R.I.P. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, but there's a better one that's actually, like, right nearby. It's called the Winnie the Pooh because they have this, like, projector of a picture like an image of winnie the pooh and they have soup dumplings that one is like pretty mm, legit yeah 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 someone was saying like in none of these british chinese food videos no one has dumplings or anything like that it's oh tr- that's true yeah i would say okay what's your like not again not new york city access to regional chinese i'm saying food chow city to oh, yeah level what's your order Oh my god, remember when we ordered Yummy House every Friday night at NYU before to pregame with because it was $10 and you got a Diet Coke and we used that as a chaser? I still would do that. I still Is would Yummy do that House too. still open? I don't know, but I have my go-to Chinese place. It's called Lin's and it does those combo boxes. I mm-hmm. My go-to chicken and broccoli, the, you know, the most basic of basics. I love a hot and sour soup. I love a wonton I soup. I, don't really I like love a sesame chicken. I like all the basic stuff. Like I don't like the, a cho- um, oh a mushu a chow fun. Oh, I do oh, love a love mushu. It. However, beware, American style mushu is very different from like traditional Chinese mushu. Yeah, as are most yeah. things. Yeah, be wait, just the mushu, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. but it's like if you were to order that in a restaurant, you'd be like, oh, this is not what I was expecting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A yeah. Sunday night chi- fast food Chinese dinner is mm-hmm. one of the best meals. It makes me so happy. I used to always get wonton soup from China Dragon in mm. my hometown when I was sick. So whenever I'm sick, I crave wonton soup. Oh, I like that. That's like your penicillin. Like for Jews, it's matzo ball soup. Yeah. For you, it's wonton soup. soup. Yeah. yeah. That's wonderful. Well, next time we go to England, which is on our list, mm-hmm. we'll have to get a Chinese. A Chinese. Okay, great. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. We're, not, we're not dousing it in the curry sauce, though. Sorry, no. We'll dip. We'll dip. Moving on to audio trends, we have a video by at Dusty from Wisconsin. I was getting a few of these after Joe Biden announced his candidacy, and it's just from the Bo Burnham inside going, you really going to make me vote? I mean, we just heard it. I don't need to sing it. (laughs) (laughs) Should we tell our listeners about the fight we got into? We got into a fight on New Year's Eve, also known as Catalina's birthday Eve, about the Democratic primaries. The the Democratic primary, not because I said I wanted Joe Biden to be the candidate. I said he's going to win. And Mm -hmm. you yelled at me. Mm -hmm. And 
Then it became a fight about capitalism somehow. <laughs> it devolved. How I love capitalism, but it's terrible. That's what you said. But, okay, I should have put money on it. I was right. It was just yeah. obvious that he was going to win. And it was also obvious that he was going to run again. Yeah. Um, I don't want this to be a Joe Biden podcast right now. So I would actually <laughs> rather, because I don't want to start a fight, <laughs> but I would rather pivot this discussion into Bo Burnham's discography. <laughs> Bo, Bo, that yeah, his special was so good. I think all the songs he do, that he does, they become TikTok. Oh, audios. because the Jeff Bezos one as well. A while ago, yeah. the Jeff Bezos one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just fit into the cultural times. He really understand. I mean, yeah, I feel that way. I They're I feel catchy. that line. They're really gonna make me vote for Joe Biden. Line. I feel that it in my soul, <laughs> as as we know. Ay, ay, Okay. Well, um, what other audio trends do we have this week? This, for me, is like, ugh, Catalina, we have to talk about this again. Well, I but... want to talk about it again because I feel okay. like, okay, we recorded over two weeks ago at this point, or two weeks yeah. ago at this point, the Wes Anderson, the French Dispatch audio, now we know because we were like, what mover is that from? And it literally <laughs> says the French Dispatch. <laughs> Oops. It has taken off exponentially. It is off of TikTok now. It's on Instagram. Brands are doing it. Every dork and a half is doing it. And the problem (laughs) is that people are so bad at doing it it's like you've never (laughs) seen a wes anderson film i just it's so frustrating so i would like to just highlight two that i think did a really good job because one of the main things with wes anderson's movies are that all of his films have a color palette and he has a color palette for the entire film right and so people don't get this they're uncultured it's fine so are we we didn't know the song was from the french dispatch (laughs) Have I actually seen Moonrise Kingdom? No. Will I see it? Maybe. I would. Okay. It would take some, it wouldn't take some, I mean, I have seen several Wes Anderson films, just not that one. But anyway, convince me, prove me wrong. (laughs) But, um, so two that I thought were really pretty well done. One was, well, this is also because, as you know, I'm on the Spanish speaking side of TikTok, which this past week few weeks it's been the um feria de sevilla which is like in seville this annual festival where people dress up they dress up in the traditional like mm, sevillana um flamenco style outfits um people dance different like folk music it's an outdoor festival it's really fun and so some so i've been getting a lot of these videos and this one marta sierra did a french dispatch wes anderson one that i actually thought was like it was just very beautiful because the colors were very beautiful and i liked it because it was searching for cotton candy at this festival Mm. it was a great one and then another one that I thought was good, which was also in Spain, <laughs> which, but it was, I think someone just um, on a trip in Spain, was Dan Klempt, or Dan Klempt, but I'm guessing it's Dan Klempt, 
and they really like coordinated their outfits to the scene and so i thought that those were two attempts at the trend that were not like a peloton instructor that i follow that did it and i was like (laughs) uh just please stop (laughs) like yeah we'll uh, we'll link these in the show notes and we'll post them on our on our insta i'm just sick of this trend because i like there's only so many times you can hear a song come up on your for you page until the trend gets tired and i also was taking a train from like grand central to westchester and i heard the song out loud so someone was definitely filming a tiktok with the song just blasting through the train and it just it haunts me it's enough of the song moving on oh i want to make a comment though about this song and it's a hater comment am i allowed to am i allowed to hate um so what I don't love about this song is that I, in all these videos, it's like people are like, oh, my God, it's so emotional. And I'm like, the song? Yes. And no. it's like a kid listening to the video and the mom being and the kid being like, is that me? And then everyone's like, I'm crying. It resonates. And I'm like, as someone who, like, studies subtext for a living, like, I don't know what the subtext of this song is. <laughs> Neither do I. But that is such a good transition for the next audio trend mm. that I absolutely love and it's this song i don't mind it's stuck in my head i freaking love it it's by at haikorok and it's the fish song wait i thought we were talking about the fish song what <laughs> we we're talking about the wes anderson song no <laughs> i thought we moved on to the fish song <laughs> when did we transition to the fish song i don't I, you said you were sick of the, 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 I don't know. I misheard you. I thought we were talking about the fish song. I hate the fish song. What's the I subtext? I love the fish song. What's the sub? I can't believe I just thought we were having two, we were living two on. Two very separate <laughs> conversations. What's the fish song about? I think it's beautiful. It's about like bullying. Is it? Yeah. That's fine. We can keep this in. People can know that I don't understand that the fish song is about bullying. It's about like fitting in. If I were a fish and you caught me, you'd say, Look at that fish shimmering in the sun. Such a rare one, can't believe that you caught one. If I were a fish and you caught me, you'd say, Look at that fish, heaviest in the sea. You'd win first prize if you caught me. Why is everybody on the internet so mean? You sent this to me, and I was like, I don't get it. I I, I don't get why people... I, I guess... I'm reading the lyrics now. I'm trying to educate myself. I think my other problem is I just, like, can never hear lyrics correctly. <laughs> so the only thing I can hear in the song is, like, If I were if fish, I It's about fitting in and about... And it's okay to be different. Sure. It's fine. When I was teaching, when I had to do, like, the, like, language assistant teaching in a second grade classroom, they were singing the, like, that song that's, like, 
What a Wonderful World, but it's like the Hawaiian version. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. So I, songs like this just like trigger me. I, it's just too much how, I don't even know how you compare this song to the It's a Wonderful World song. Because it was children singing it. Oh, okay. So I think my issue was is I sent you the version of children singing it. <laughs> so I think what you're saying is if children sing songs just and like, chant them, you can't stand them. It's not that I can't stand them. It just like brings me back to chorus. Listening to children sing the same song over and over and over. Oh, okay. Like yeah. a to repetitive me, children's yeah. song, mm-hmm. I don't love. Okay. <gasps> Did I ever tell you about the time that I went to a spin class at my gym in Madrid and <laughs> they were like, it's the gym's one year anniversary. So the theme of this spin class is birthday party. Oh, no. And they just played children's birthday songs. Like an they old They didn't McDonald's warn you remix. when you sign up? It wasn't like a fancy gym. It was Viva Gym. And it's still open because it's like a fine, affordable gym. But it was the one year anniversary of the gym. And so they just played children's music. Was it 50 minutes of, yeah, it was, of different versions of Happy Birthday? Like, how it was what is it? wasn't birth- just, it was like Old McDonald remix. Like, it was what does children's that have to do songs. with the birthday? Fuck if I know. I don't know. That's crazy. I know. And I left. <laughs> I left. Because, I would Because the would class went up. over. It was supposed to be a 45 minute class. And it was like, still going and the woman every time she was saying like it's the last like whatever like um, like interval she'd be like she would like abbreviate it and she'd be like ulti ulti and i was like i gotta get out of here i left (laughs) i feel like this is an snl sketch where you walk into like a a soul cycle class and it's old mcdonald's no but actually i i did know that there were themed classes going on that week because this was when Mary Kate, my friend, was also living there, and um, she was really into their step aerobics classes, and she, I think, might have worn pajamas to the pajama party themed step aerobics class. Oh God! <laughs> I mean, that's not that's not for me. <laughs> Can you imagine how sweaty you would be? It's just like silk pajamas. I mean, I respect the hell out of her because she's the type of person who can like go to a gym class and make friends that then you like will wear pajamas together with in the gym class. While as I was like, I can't be in this like children's music spin class for one more minute. Well, you and I tried to take gym classes together in college Mm. and we accidentally went to a Latin. What was it? It was Latin. A Latin aerobics. It was Latin aerobics, which was a lie. It was a dance class. It was a dance class. People were wearing dance shoes. Me and Catalina show up in our like running sneakers and our actual like gym attire. And within the first 10 minutes, I waved my arms in a certain way. And the instructor said, you, you're not directing airplane traffic. What are you doing with your hands? I don't want to go to a gym class and be scolded. Mm. That was... I didn't sign up for a dance class. Yeah, that was weird. That was definitely, like, mislabeled. Well, you have... I see a theme here. You don't read... I read that label. classes. You didn't read the label either. We went to it together. 
Anyway, so in in a nutshell, that's my deep seated trauma with children's music. <laughs> Two well, different, like fish separate, very many years apart experiences, both in Spain with children's music that now trigger me. If I was in a group workout class and the fish song came out, look, actually, I bet you there are like TikTok music dance classes or like you know group exercise classes. If the fish song came out, I'd fall out to it. Should I put it on my wedding um, playlist? Actually, should I sing it for you? Should I get a group of children to sing it for oh you at your wedding? So, oh my god, and it would be in Argentina, so it would be the same thing. <laughs> Thank you so much. Present to okay, you. let's move on before I have a panic attack. Okay, great. Okay, what's next? Oh, April 29th. This the is audio. Quick. It's from I'm... Mean Girls. No, no. What am I? Th- what am I thinking? You're of? thinking of April 29th from Mean Girls, which yes, it's like, what's your favorite date? Or uh, it's not from Mean Girls. It's from um, Miss Congeniality. What's your oh. favorite date? April 29th. Not too hot. Need to cool. We only need a light jacket. Okay, whatever. sorry. Yes. No. This is the. Taylor Swift song. It's like, oh, what, like, what were you doing? Right. Oh my God. Do you know what duh. I was doing April 29th? On April 29th. <laughs> and yes. then we made videos and it was like, work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, you know where I was April 29th. It's like right. the couch. <laughs> I keep seeing Taylor Swift concert videos of the exits and there was one I just got where it looked nice where everyone was walking in a calm manner and singing one of her songs as they exit it has given me so much anxiety though Mm -hmm. about leaving MetLife Stadium when I go Uh, I need to be airlifted out of MetLife it's the only way I saw a really good one the one in Atlanta where the people are on the train and And they're coming home from work and it's like it's like dun dun <laughs> and then they pull up at the stop and, and the like, Taylor no, Swift concert. Don't come in. And it's just all these people and there's no room to breathe. Uh, well, it'll be worth it. It'll be great. I could see you getting an Uber. You won't no, be able to get an Uber. I won't be able to. I have. I need to figure out a plan. Uh, I'm very <gasps> you nervous. You should try Uber helicopter. Where will the helicopter land? I don't know. Well, okay. My friend this week from my group of friends from home sent us this video of like a helicopter service in new york city that will bring you to the airport and it was this woman being like it's almost the same as taking a cab with it is actually okay whatever <laughs> take the, for the subway <laughs> god people all right well don't take the subway if the taylor swift concert is ending i guess true all right for our miscellaneous section uh we have a video by a great creator at yolinda dong <laughs> i love her she's good she's also really big she's a she's really an og yeah. like huge tiktok star but this video uh very much resonated with me because it's about sitting on the bed in your outside clothes. 
they ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine. When you're not really fine. You just can't get into it because they would never understand. Yeah, that's why I sent it to you. I feel like we wouldn't highlight someone of this stature's yeah, she's like huge. content. She's already huge. Like, I mean, unless she had like a crazy whatever like trend or something that she started, she's great. People know her. But she has a video about someone sitting on the bed in your outdoor clothes, which is what Dina just despises. She would end my life. I would. Because if you'd probably be like coming home, like coming to visit me from the airport, you'd probably have sat on the subway. I'd be getting off of my Blade helicopter. (laughs) Yeah. Even if you were on your... And I mean, it's just... Here's the thing, Dina. Have I... I, In my bed. Have I ever sat on your bed? No, you know better. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like at this point... You know better. Yeah, you know that I would never... But when we were roommates, I feel like you would have people in our room and those guests of yours would sit on my bed. Would they? Name so. one. I'm thinking more Danielle let Sex Pirate <laughs> sit on my bed once. Okay, his nickname was Sex Pirate. But yeah, no. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. It wasn't you. That wasn't the guy who wore the top hat. It was. Mm. Yeah. I wonder how he's doing. I wish I, I remember wonder. his name. His name. I, yeah. Oh, you know who I looked up recently? The girl who went to NYU, who's Kyle Richards' daughter, Farah. She went to NYU? Yeah. With she us? Was, yes. This oh. was like early NYU, or not early NYU, early um, Facebook, when everyone was like friends on Facebook. And yeah. I remember I loved her Facebook because it was just like her and Paris Hilton. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but then she left after like one semester. Um, oh. But... Yeah, I forgot why I'm talking about this. Wait, she's our age. I think of yeah. her as like so much older than oh, us. Oh, the reason I'm talking—I don't—I still don't know why I'm talking about this, but I was looking her up, and now she's like a real estate agent or something. Yeah, her dad is Mauricio. Do you not watch the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? No. Okay, but I already have—you know—I have my—I have, my, have my reality TV quota. Mm-hmm. What I liked to do was look at that girl's Facebook when we. <laughs> when Does we she still post like, on Facebook? I'm not friends with her on Facebook. I don't know if I ever was. I think that I it was if like she has a TikTok. Oh, maybe we should check it out. She probably yeah. does. She probably does. Um, she has a younger sibling who was bought mitzvah recently. Her bought mitzvah was all over social media because it was so extravagant. Oh. Um, so I'm sure wow. between that's, the siblings, you know, they're all on TikTok. Them. Last but not least, in our miscellaneous section, we have a video by at. Phoebe in D.C. Mm, Yes. This was also sort of targeted towards you, I would say. For sure. And I've also been getting a lot of these. It's girls in Europe with oversized bags. And the great audio is from Succession about the capacious bag. (laughs) She's brought a ludicrously capacious bag. What? What's even in there? Huh? Flat shoes for the subway? Her lunch pail? I mean, Greg, it's monstrous. It's gargantuan. You could take it camping. You could slide it across the floor after a bank job. The reason that this really brings me back Drag is because me, Catalina. <laughs> one time, Dina and I went to Venice together, and she had a giant rolling suitcase. It was very giant. And 
first of all, when we were, took the train, we got off at the wrong stop because we're idiots. <laughs> and this like small Italian man was like, no, don't no, get off here. <laughs> and so we had started carrying her giant bag off. And then we had to like, like quickly. Hoist it on the train. I feel like the like stress dreams that I have about travel like maybe originated <laughs> in that moment. And then the other thing that happened was then we got to like the travel whatever center and I was asking the guy, I was like, Can you take Can a Can we take ca- a cab? <laughs> and was like, this you're is in Venice. Venice. There's no cars. You need to take nine thousand water taxis to get to where you're going. We didn't take a water taxi. How- we walked. We, we took walked. a water taxi. No, we we got on a boat with strangers, Dina. We did that, but we also took a water taxi. I didn't take a water taxi. You absolutely I, did. I did 100%. not take water. Maybe I did. But you we didn't take a water to. taxi with the bags. We walked with those bags. We also brought those bags to Cipriani, where you and Danielle <laughs> drank Harry, 12 bar. euro Bellinis. Bellinis. And, it's I, where and the man and I stood did. there sullenly. The Bel- my grandma said you have to get a Bellini's at Harry at Cipriani. Well, I didn't have twelve euros to spare. Okay, well I we hoisted the bags over all those bridges and there's so many stairs. And also any Airbnb we always get together. You, we're on like the ninth floor. Can you imagine that sight of like four ragged nineteen year olds with giant bags walking into Cipriani? <laughs> well, how did they let us in? I'm confused by that. I think we had deposited our bags. I think your no. memory is fine. Nan and I sullenly stood with bags. With the bags? We sullenly stood. Well, you didn't need such a big bag because you weren't, like, traveling so long. So you just had 10 tote bags <laughs> that you were <laughs> carrying around. And I remember not only was I rolling my oversized duffel, I was helping you carry your 10 tote bags because they were a little unwieldy. <laughs> Which reminds me, on TikTok, I saw this great video of a food delivery person, like a grocery delivery person, and he didn't have a car, so he was on a scooter. Yeah, and he clipped all the bags onto his bodice, like a MacGyver. Then I read the comments, and it was like, they do, like, this is just like a viral, like, they're trying to have a viral moment. It's not like a real thing. Okay, let me have my little, like, live in my little fantasy bubble. I I thought it was great, you know. I thought it was... I know. I feel like, like there's so many people doing things for the viral now. I Yes, and you just need to, like, sometimes you just, like, I don't even care if it was for the viral moment. I thought it was a fun video, yeah. and I thought this guy was very smart, and it was, like, a stranger helping someone. It was, fuck him. That's what I gotta <laughs> say. <laughs> Fired up. Fuck the haters. This is I the problem. That video. If we ever bring up Spring Break 2008, we get too fired up. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about people. Wait, that trip also was the trip that this girl who I knew from NYU, who was one of these like rich girls who was friends with Paris Hilton's cousin, also went to Venice over Spring Break. And so her Facebook album was like, her and her boyfriend, who was the son of, like, an Italian suit maker on, like, like a yacht. yacht. <laughs> <laughs> and we all got drunk and thought we were going into a gondola, but got into a boat with strange men and ended up at a recording studio, and we're lucky to be alive. Yeah, thank God for that. 
Well, should we end it there? <laughs> we should. We should. Okay, thank you for listening to episode 122. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.